Want to know the secret to a great night's sleep? It's Purple. Why? Because only Purple mattresses have the Gel Flex grid. It's the reason why Purple mattresses are soft where you want it, firm where you need it, and instantly respond to movement. The Gel Flex grid flexes around pressure points to support your whole body, no matter how you sleep. Plus, the Gel Flex grid is 80% air. It breathes, so you're not too hot or too cold. Learn more about Purple mattresses and the Gel Flex grid at purple.com. Purple, reinventing sleep. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and the man who turned Antonio Brown into the NFL feds himself for the fake COVID card, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this fine? As always, during the pandemic, air quote, Saturday morning, sir. Roy, I'm doing tremendous. And, and, And thankfully, our friendship is more existent than Charlotte Flair's and Becky Lynch. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely right there's a little tension underneath the surface for, for one heat. a little heat little real heat <laughs> um under the surface for for one uh becky lynch and for one uh charlotte flair uh that will be possibly resolved at some point uh this weekend at survivor series which used to be one of the big four of the wwe's calendar now it's kind of it just seems like another event because the build-up for this year's event Hasn't been all that much, but we'll talk some Survivor Series later in the show. We have more important stuff to talk about. We've got to talk about this local football team who may have figured it out, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the Eagles, 2-1 and one on their three-game, their last three-game streak, and they may have figured things out. The quarterback may have figured things out. The coach may have, the coach is, I should say, may have figured things out. We will discuss the Philadelphia Eagles off the top in the show. But, of course, the Ben Simmons watch continues here on 106.5 FM Philly Cam Radio. Plenty of Ben Simmons news over the past week, including news that there's a list of players that the Sixers will trade Ben Simmons for. We don't know who's on the list. We can guess who's on the list, but there's like a list. Compare, I'd like to compare their list to my list. Because, like, I like – because, actually, my list is, like, 70. Well, we'll compare who's on the list. Your list is not 70. That's a lie. Because every time I, I, I give you the Pascal Siakam thing, you're like, oh, we can only get Pascal Siakam. I'm sorry, the OG Ananobi thing. You're like, oh, we can only get OG Ananobi. Oh, OG Ananobi's a good player, and he would be on your 70 list if it was a 70 list. Your list ain't 70. Your list is like 40, which is fine. It's okay. Because, again, you know, Ben Simmons is a valuable guy. Uh, no, 70. I'm not, in, I'm not an OG Ananobi guy. It ain't 70. Like, it ain't 70. No. No, like I, I think of these things, and maybe I'll do it before the very, very important fan, uh, uh, football game then, uh, on Thursday. Very important fantasy ramifications because I'd be remiss if, if there wasn't another battle for for brand supremacy this weekend. Fantasy uh, football, yes. week eleven, the fantasy football team versus Roy's team. My dog mess team with head, which is everybody <laughs> on IR or hurt or even healthy, quote unquote healthy, and then throwing, you know, going 20 of 40 and two interceptions last week. Thank you, Russell Wilson, for being dog mess uh, last week. Uh, but no, but I, I will persevere. I will survive. And again, the season ain't <laughs> over till it's over. It's like the NFL now. It's like everybody's in the playoff hunt except for the Lions. So I'm going to keep uh, no, fighting. Uh, no, no, no. There is parity in fantasy football the same way because if you look at it, there aren't that many good fantasy players because no. everything is like every – because one, the running backs, like other than your five or six, it's all timeshare. So you're mm-hmm. not like, I don't know, getting big games. And like, and th- there's a lot of injuries to good players. Like, well, and just Allen Robinson not being good. Like, yeah. I don't like it. Like, it's, but I think parody, because I know people can say any given Sunday in the NFL, but this is, this is on another level of any given Sunday. I mean, when like, when like the Jaguars and the Jets, like, I don't know, win games at like aren't like against really good teams but it shows like i don't know like most teams so far are invested i, I mean to an to an extent i mean jet fans will never be like i don't know good but like mm-hmm. i don't know but they but they watch so no I, I mean and i think that's the i think the parody is a good thing for the for the local football team because i, I mean like other than that few the string of few games where they were playing like the chiefs and the and the bucks I would say they've been in it, but like you could have picked them to win, and like I don't know, thought they had a puncher's chance, and like mm-hmm. I think that's the same case this Sunday. 
Yeah, so so we'll talk about the Eagles again being in the mix thanks to the parity in the NFL and thanks to the extra wild card spot um, in the league this year as well. So we'll talk about the Eagles as well again on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, and take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? No, let's just give the usual thank yous. Thank you, guys, everybody out there who listens to our show, whether it's on Saturdays here on 106.5 FM or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, uh, YouTube Music, Spotify. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Download, download us to your phone, your computer, your MP3-enabled device. Listen at home or take us with you on the go 24-7, 365. You can also listen to the latest edition of the show, again, um, using your Amazon-enabled device. Just ask for the latest edition of the broadsheet line to be played on Spotify. You can listen to us that way. But again, if you're in Philadelphia, every Saturday, 10 a.m., 106.5 FM, WPPM LP, Philadelphia. If you're not in Philly, you can go to phillycam.org or you can go to the TuneIn app or tunein.com. Search for the Philly Cam station and listen to us again every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on uh, the TuneIn app and tunein.com. Also, again, if you're in Philadelphia or even if you're not in Philadelphia, Please do us a solid and help us support the station that puts us on the air every Saturday. That's Philly Cam. Again, 106.5 FM. Philly Cam is celebrating its five-year anniversary. I should say Philly Cam Radio is celebrating its five-year anniversary this month. And we are raising funds to help keep the station on the air. Again, Philly Cam Radio, uh, WPPM, provides a medium for underserved communities and music not heard on mainstream media. So, again, it's the voices that you don't hear on the mainstream media outlets. Philly Cam provides an outlet to those voices, including voices like ours here on 106.5 FM. As we are doing this show, we are more than halfway towards our goal of $5,000, but we need your help. So, please, do us a solid. Go to phillycam.org. Click on the uh, donate tab and please donate whatever you can to help us raise funds to keep the station on the air. Even if, even if you can donate, please help us spread the word about the Philly Cam five-year fund drive. Because again, we're doing our part here on Philly Cam Radio to help keep the station alive and help keep um, a, a, a voice or help keep the station be a voice for those who do not have voices on a mainstream media outlet. The so, voice of the voiceless, WTPA. Yes. Yes, we are we are Kyrie Irving, but actually Kyrie Irving who's actually doing something, not just <laughs> sitting at home playing COD or whatever Kyrie Irving um, is doing. So again, phillycam.org, hit the donate tab. I just sent in my donation earlier this week because again, we are about this life and we are trying to stay on the airwaves here in Philadelphia, keep the station on the airwaves. But again, it's a lot of money to kind of keep a radio station on the airwaves. You got to pay antenna fees and licensing fees for music and all sorts of stuff, you know, upgrades to the, the boards and all that stuff. So Running a radio station takes a lot of money, so please do us a solid. Help us out. Phillycam.org. Please contribute if you can. Also, while you're doing all of that, please give us a follow on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. This weekend, I don't watch a lot of movies, but I'll, I will watch King Richard this weekend, the Will Smith um, movie about um, Venus and Serena Williams' father, Richard Williams. Um, I'll be watching that this weekend. What are you going to be tweeting about this weekend, my friend? I am going to see Hamilton on Saturday. Really? Oh, okay. All right. So I didn't. I didn't take you for a Hamilton kind of guy. Oh no! Oh, oh, oh no! This was a fringe benefit of the of my uh, workplace. Oh, that's that right. Gave that's us right. Two free tickets. So I'm taking my niece. That's so awesome. because she's the one who got me into Hamilton. So I, I mean, like, I watched it. I'm. I'm. I was thoroughly entertained, and like, I don't know, like, I don't go to plays often because I'm not that dude. But right. I, I mean, this is one of those bucket list things where, like, I don't know, like, if, if like, if people are are are, are commingling and talking about this, like, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> I've seen Hamilton too, guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I went to see Hamilton. You know, pre the pre the Demick, you know, in the then the first run in Philadelphia. Hamilton's awesome. Hamilton. If anybody has a chance to go see um, a live performance of Hamilton, uh, please do so. Um, if you can't, if you can watch the Disney version please do so um hamilton's great hamilton's really good i know people you know rip it for just random reasons oh it's not historically accurate ah, the raps are not like great raps ah, shut up all right you know or, what? or or no i think someone was like kind of canceled Lin- lin-manuel miranda i'm like yeah, yeah. stop this yeah Can we nah. only, like like shouldn't there be like on the on the quote air quotes cancel priority list shouldn't like i don't know like i don't don't we got bigger things to worry about other than trying to cancel like anything? 
there there are five thousand people I can name easily. I can name before whatever whatever issue people have with Lin Manuel Miranda. I don't even know what it is anymore. But I can name you five thousand people who you should probably have more of an issue with. All right, like come in, come be family. What are we doing? What are we doing? If you don't want to watch it, that's fine. That's all right. But it's like, but people, there are a lot of people out there who like it and enjoy it. Let them like it and enjoy it. Yes, it is what it is. Like, I I mean, I thought that like after this pandemic of being inside for like, can't you just let bygones be bygones and literally do your thing? And if and if and if people doing their thing ain't bothering your thing, then don't care. That's really like the basic tenet of the, of the Broad Street line here. If somebody's yes. doing something and it ain't bothering you, then let them cook. I mean, as long as they're not like racist or nothing, then like let them cook. If it ain't bothering yes, nobody no. else, like it's fine. Like, it's like I mean, like the the whole self regulation, and I think thank God I'm not a very online person because I don't know how like people can like operate in like the real world without having that online lens. Because I feel like. People just operate in this like infrastructure of Twitter, and it's like, bro or sis, this ain't real life. Like, go outside. Like, I don't know. Like, go to a CV. Like, do something because it's like <laughs> there, people are just like I don't know, just throwing these like utopian things. And I'm like, this ain't how the world works, dude. No, 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 no. Yeah, the world the world exists outside of the X number of people you follow or people who follow you, you know, on social media. Like, it's a, a lot bigger world than Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and you know, like whatever whatever rules or whatever things that you think society is based on the stuff that kind yeah. of comes in your timeline that ain't how like things work so again go out like you, you were about to say go to cbs well there's gonna be a lot less cbs's now because okay. but but uh, no, go, no, outside. No, no, but, like, go outside go outside yeah. and like i don't know like at some point we have to start living life again right like i don't know on some like i don't know revised level like i don't know like do something like i, I mean like you just can't be on your phone liking stuff. I don't know if that's going away. I really don't. Because, again, when you go outside, and, and, again, when I go outside, like, that's all we see. Like, you just see people just on their phones liking stuff, doing stuff. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's going away. We'll just be outside of our homes doing it. But yeah, I don't think it's going but away. Like, but, like, at some point, don't you want to just put the damn thing down? I, I, I mean, like, because I, I, I see, like, I don't know. Because, like, I go through, like, busy times and like sometimes when i'm like doing errands or like i don't know Saturdays, i really don't even check my phone because i'm like doing errands or like playing a video game or something or, or like sundays i'm on my phone because i'm tweeting about sports right but, like I, I mean but people like i don't know like are these people like i don't know liking things in between completing a, a, a spreadsheet i believe so Yes. Well, <laughs> well, maybe they're not even completing the spreadsheet. I mean, who knows? Maybe they're not even doing that, which is which is crazy. I don't know. We don't want to be the social media warriors. We're not trying to be that. But we are going to no. be are the Philadelphia Eagle warriors. Because again, I'm gonna say it. You're gonna <laughs> no. call me. You're gonna call me crazy. I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> that, ladies, back for what? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. I got a good feeling about this. The Philadelphia you're the Eagles. softest. You're the softest teacher ever. You now that now you're gonna like I don't know grade on a curve. You were gonna fail Jalen Hurts in like I don't know TV, and now he, like he like he got an A plus on on a quiz, did extra credit, and now you're like oh man he's got a B plus. I'm gonna say it right now, ladies and gentlemen. Eagles ain't losing the game until the bye. They're not <laughs> going to lose. Oh, They're going to win heavens. out until the bye. Oh heavens. New Orleans this week. Oh heavens. At the Giants, at the Jets, New Orleans, probably Sands Alvin Kamara. He didn't practice Thursday. Probably Sands Taysom Hill. He didn't practice Thursday. Sands their two starting tackles. Ryan Ramchek, Toronto Armstead, didn't practice Thursday. Eagles get the dub on Sunday. I know, I know I'm jumping ahead. I know we got to talk about the Broncos game. Eagles are gonna win out until the bye. Kristen Mingo, your thoughts. Now, 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 just in the, in, in the slight minuscule event that they lose, with all the things that you lined out, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, not having Kamara and not having Lyman, how does that change your trajectory now? Like, I don't, because I feel that for many people, not just you, this is a big litmus test to say, like, I don't, I don't even know if, legit is 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 the word because i still don't think they're a good team but I, I think someone did like a good a good exercise if you had to rank the all the under 500 teams where would the eagles rank would they rank top middle bottom 
That's a very good question. Um, it's hard because there's a lot of under 500 teams. Because <laughs> like you said, this league is full of parity, and this league stinks. Um, of the under 500 teams, where do the Eagles rank? Um, again, without looking at a list, I'm just trying to do this off the top of my head. They're probably the bottom of the top tier, maybe. If again, just <laughs> off the top of my head, like uh, I mean, like there's like the, there's a whole bunch of under 500. I, I gotta look. I, I, where do you have them? Where do you have them ranked? Because I'm, I'm like I'm not trying to like. Where do you have them ranked as far as the the bad teams, the the badish teams under 500? I like. I'm probably the wrong guy to ask because I'm not really that big on the team. Okay. I would say they're in the middle of the pack. I, I mean, like. Because, like, I'm just thinking of, of teams just out loud. Like, I don't know. You got the 49ers. You got the the Vikings. You got the Falcons. I, I mean, are they better than – I don't think they're better than the 49ers. They're not. They're not better than the 49ers. Are they better I, than the Vikings? I don't think so. <laughs> I think they're better than the Falcons. Okay. I think they're. I think they're better than Washington. Are they and better? I, and they're. I, I, and I think they're better than Seattle. They're better than Seattle. They're better than the Giants. Um, I would. So I that, <laughs> no, I, no, I get. Oh no, but we're not even factoring AFC. But like, AFC, AFC basically is it's either above five hundred teams or crappy teams. So here are the teams that are under five hundred in the AFC: Miami, the Jets, uh, the Jaguars, and the Texans. That's it. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Everyone else is under over five hundred. Everybody else is five hundred or better. Jeez. Yeah. So all the all the crappy teams are in the NFC, is in the NFC this year. So uh, so so then I think we got all the um, I think we oh, we have the Bears. Are they right. are they better than the Bears? They're better than Bears. Yeah. Okay. Than Bears. So the, right, Niners, so the Niners and maybe and maybe the Vikings. So there you go. Go come on can't. come come on come on no, come on no and come then on. no and then you have like. The 500 teams. Like, are, are they better than Carolina? Uh, I don't know. Uh, because these I mean, are the teams – because these are the teams you're going to be battling for for that last wild card. I, I can give you a better answer to that next week. I need to, I need to see, like, a, an actual game of Cam. Because, again, this is not the Sam Darnold Carolina Panthers that you played, you know, earlier in the season. It's a little bit different Carolina Panthers team. Now, Cam is there. I don't how good of a quarterback is he at this point. I don't know. Um, Christian McCaffrey's back and healthy, so it's a little bit of a different Carolina team. If I had to, if I had to put, if I had to get, bet money, I'd say they're not better than them right now. But I think it's pretty close. So what you're saying is they are the Eagles are a good enough bad team to sweep a team to sweep a, a division opponent to sweep a bad division opponent. Yes, they how can many? sweep. They can sweep. How many sweeps they're gonna get? Yes. One. Okay. All one. right. I thought you were gonna say something crazy like that. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not not yet. We're not doing that yet. <laughs> but what I saw again, what I saw on Sunday makes me feel better about the season because again, we saw a decent game out of Jalen Hurts. You can I know people were yelling about the second half. I don't care. The game was basically over. They ran the ball like eight thousand times in the second half. Jalen Hurts showed me some some showed me some things in that first half of that game and that, that when they get some Broncos on Sunday. This was, you know, like like we like you said on Twitter, like Jalen Hurts against Denver was a better quarterback than he was a month ago. And I think and noticeably better. And I think that's really all you not not all you can ask for, but I mean I think that if you see that, that's a plus. That's a positive. He's clearly progressing. And if he continues to progress over the next month, then again, this team will win two or three games. I guess I just really have a hard time. Like I like I need one more. Like I need another. Like I, I, I'm not saying it, it, it's an outlier, but I, I mean, like they beat a decent to bad team or or an average to bad team uh, on the road, which mm-hmm. being on the road is is like I don't know. It, it it's a big deal still. I just like because if there's a time when you can, you're facing a team on on a two game losing streak, traveling a decent amount. They're down. They're they're to their backup quarterback. They're losing some bodies. But mm-hmm. they got a good, decent defense. So, is because last week we were saying this team's not good, right. but now in a week we're saying they're, <laughs> they're, they're not as good. They're not That's as correct. bad. I, I am, I'm still on the. I need to be proven more. I, I need to be proven otherwise that they're not bad. And this will, like, I will tell you, for 
12:29 p.m. on Sunday if this team is if, if this is a good if this is an average or a bad team because because they will never be a good team like I don't know like that like those are the things like if, if you win this game you will be average and uh more than puncher's chance because I I mean like for all the teams that you're you're battling against to get that final wild card you you're gonna have the tiebreaker on them. Like, I don't know, like, Carolina, you'll – Atlanta, New Orleans. Like, I, I mean, like, now New Orleans is going to be one of those teams that are, like, I don't know, like, paddling to, like, right. get the wild card. So, I just I just need to see more. But I will say that Jalen Hurts probably had his best game as, as a professional. I, I mean, like, made some throws, stayed in the pocket, um, and made some NFL quarterback throws. <laughs> but – I can't not remember the eight weeks when he wasn't making quarterback NFL quarterback throws where he was bailed. Like, I, I mean, I need, I need another, I need another test. Like, I don't know. Like this is, this is a big test for me. This is, this is a big term. Like, I don't know for, for me, like, I don't know. Like this was like last week was just a quiz. I, th- this is for me, this will be the, as crazy as it sounds, this will determine whether I pass or fail Jalen Hurts for next year. Like, and all all things considered, I think the Eagles might end up passing him anyway. Jalen Hurts last week against the Broncos, 16-23, 178 yards, two touchdowns, inter- interception. The ball got tipped to the line, so it was a little kind of goofy interception. Also, 55 rushing yards. Um, so, to me, again, to a lot of people, he looked pretty good. You said it was probably the best game he's played as a pro. I'll still go back to the, the Atlanta game. Like the Atlanta game to me was Jalen Hurts, you know, as as good as I've seen Jalen Hurts. Um, in, no, in if an, you factor in, in that, like the Falcons were not a NFL defense that game. Like I don't know. Like you played at like you played a top ten defense, and you kind of had your way with them. And kudos to Hurts for executing the play. But you know what? I am I'm sl- I'm coming around more on on the head coach than I am than I am on the quarterback. And I'm coming around on the quarterback. I just I'm a I'm more impressed with Sirianni than I thought I'd be after the start that they had. Yeah, I, I agree with the Sirianni thing. That's why I said like the coaching, kudos to the coaching staff, Nick Sirianni, um, Jonathan Gannon, Brian Johnson even, because again Brian Johnson's been down on the field these last three games with Jalen Hurts and this is the best three game run we've seen out of Jalen Hurts, you know, in his career. So that stands for something. Um, but again, you know, if you're if you're a hater, maybe you just think that the the quote unquote high altitude helped Jalen Hurts um, against Denver. Um, the only reason why I'm not going to crown Jalen Hurts for for the, the the Sunday game because again, the second half they didn't have to throw the ball, but again, he was like I think it was like 0 for three in the second half, like throwing the ball. So I can't like if you have like no yards passing basically in the second half, I can't say oh it's the greatest game you ever played. I know they didn't have to throw the ball, but even still, I'm not going to say I'm not going to crown you just for a half of football more or less, but. Jalen Hurts looks good. Well, he looked good against Denver. He's looked better than he has in the last three weeks than he did before. And his offense has looked good because according to friend of the show, Shio Kapadia, over the last three games, the Eagles offense is first in points per drive, first in TDs per drive, and second in offensive points per game. They're scoring 28 offensive points per game. This Eagles offense, again, uh, some sorry, second in offensive points per game. Uh, one of the most prolific offenses in this in in the NFL right now, this is why I'm feeling good. That's why I'm feeling good. That's why I think this team wins their first home game in like a year, in like literally, literally a year. They never went at home, which is weird. I don't understand that. Like, how do you not win at home? Now, can they score? Can they score? Twenty-eight points per game were over the last three. <laughs> They're playing it's one of the five best defenses in the NFL. Listen, it don't matter how good the Saints' defense is if their offense can't keep the ball and keep the Eagles' offense off the field. And if you can't keep the explosive Eagles' offense off the field, sooner or later, you're going to get burned by Mr. Sam Cassell himself, one Devontae Smith. We got a number Jesus one receiver, Christ. folks. We got a guy, ladies and gentlemen. We got a guy, Devontae Smith, two touchdowns against Denver on Sunday. Jalen Hurts got the feet work fixed. 3-0 and going into For the bye, ladies and gentlemen. For one game! Three and zero. I should say four and zero. Four and zero going into the bye, ladies and gentlemen. Four and zero going into the bye. 
Get on the train. Get on the train. Come so on. then they're then they're gonna be um what? So, so was it seven and seven and five? What are they now? Four, four, they're four and six now, right? So uh seven and six. This is the team you, you're saying a team that has given up eighty percent completion percentage to like eight quarterbacks is gonna be seven and five at, at, at the bottom. That's accurate. This team this look, this team isn't good. Like you said it to yourself. Sunday will tell us whether or not they're average or bad, right? And that's fair. This team isn't good. This whole league sticks. This league sticks. No, but Take I think it, no, but no, but I think you have 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 taken away your 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 just just because you're a very reasonable person and mm-hmm. you are getting caught up in mm-hmm. in you're drinking the green Kool-Aid and I yes. didn't think you would. I am I am I am I, like I can't even like look at the Kool-Aid because I've seen like two we're two weeks removed from like I don't know them looking embarrassed against the Chargers. They looked bad. Well, they didn't look great against the Chargers. Could have won that game. Would have won that game. They made a couple stupid mistakes at the end. At the end of that game. Um, probably could have. Well, no, like the Raiders game, they kind of got stopped out. This team stinks. It's not even just. Like, you know what? I am drinking the green Kool Aid. You know why I'm drinking the green Kool Aid? Because of the rest of the league is a bunch of IPAs, and IPAs are nasty. So it's like, yo, do you want a green? Do you want some green Kool Aid, or do you want a Sierra Nevada India Pale Ale? I'm not drinking that. That's nasty. Tell me other teams that are better than – tell me seven teams in the NFC that are better than the Eagles. It's hard to find a list of those teams. That's oh, all I, I oh, oh, no, I could definitely – Well, no, I mean, no, I mean, no, I mean like, not, not today. I mean, like, if they win three in a row. Not, oh, no, not oh, no, 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 no. Thankfully, we're going to have our – we're going we're gonna to tape our podcast early next week because now – because we will know. Like, I don't know. Like, there will be a – without a shadow of a doubt, that we'll know if the Eagles are are dog poop or not. Like I know, yeah. like I, I mean, it is that. It's a really, it's a litmus test for like a, a lot of people. Like it's a mm-hmm. lot of people for Jalen Hurts. Like I don't know, like people like me that are like, okay, do it again. And you're playing a good defense with a. The forces are there for you to win this game. Like I don't know, and, and that's why it's not an improbable win. That's why. If you can take advantage of the momentum, sorry, take advantage of the situation that you're playing the Saints that are just super banged up, then I won't call you dog crap. Like I don't like it is that simple for me. And but how do you win this game? How do you no, how do you play offense? Because at some point, Roy, they're stacking the box, mm-hmm. and you're gonna and you're gonna ask this quarterback to play to to beat you with his arm against guys like Marshawn Lattimore and like, no, like this is a good, this is a great test. And I'm, I'm hoping he passes. Like, I don't know. Like I want, I want a franchise quarterback, but I'm also not going to get like, and I think a lot of people are just, and like, I I don't know. It's, it's not, it's not his fault. He just seems like a very like amenable, like, I don't know, like likable person. So like, I don't know. People are like, Maybe they're like, I don't know, maybe if this dude was kind of like, I don't know, aloof, they'd be like, ah, like, I don't know. But the the, for, the outside forces are like, yeah, let's, let's, let's turn these Kelly green glasses a little this way so we can, like, I don't know, forget that he looked like dog crap against the Lions. He is a very, you know, like, he's a, like, Jalen Hurts is a very amenable guy. And I think he's a rare, he's a guy you can easily root for. So you're right. So any, any, you know, good positive will or goodwill, you know, around the Eagles is in part to the fact that he's a likable guy. Like you, you root for this guy to succeed and you root for, yeah. like you want Jalen Hurts to do well. Like there aren't many people who, I mean, you can not, you can not think he's a good quarterback in this seven and third, but you, you're probably not, you're not actively rooting against him. Like he's not a bad oh. guy. Like he's a good guy. So yeah, so some of that is, yeah. So, so these green color, Kelly green color glasses are being, are tinted somewhat in the fact that Jalen Hurts is, is a good guy. I just keep, I just keep saying to myself, I really, like, if you give me seven, again, not today, but if they win, if they beat the Saints, find me seven teams in the NFC who are better than this Eagles team. I don't know if you can find if they win on Sunday, 
I don't know if you can say definitively there are seven better teams. It's more of an indictment on the rest of the league. Uh, uh, no, teams good. No, 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 I will agree with you that if they win, that I will – I might push my chips to say they make the playoffs. However, what if they lose? Uh, if they lose, then, 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 then I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> It's one game, like you said. This is this is it. Like this is like this to me isn't the Jalen Hurts litmus test. This to me is the Eagles litmus test for twenty twenty one. If this team is legit, has a legit chance at the playoffs, they're like a really, again, I won't say a good team, but they're if if they are really going to make a shot at one of the playoffs, an opportunistic team. Because like I don't know, like this is the perfect opportunity. Like I don't know, do you beat the Saints like three weeks ago if Jameis Winston's the quarterback and then Alvin Kamara's like I don't know the running back? No, no. It's smoked. However, the huh. competent team, and I'll, I'll go back to my word competent. That's all I wanted out of the season, competency. If you can beat the Saints, a banged-up Saints, taking advantage of your little momentum, then, yeah, you are you're, you're reaching my core competency. That's all, that's all I asked for. And if the playoffs come out of that, because really, I don't even care if they make the playoffs. If you can just take advantage of this golden opportunity, one, this team is aching to win at home. Like, I, I don't know. Like, you are – see, like, I, I mean, the the crowd's going to be pretty pumped up. So, mm-hmm. if you can't – and it seems like, I don't know, like, I don't know, somehow or – I don't even know, somehow, they're, they're, they're responding to the coach. And I was worried that they won. And for, I mean, his flowerisms and everything, they seem to be working to a point. I, I mean, do they – are they flawed? Hell yeah, but the the right the things the the strengths of the team well one strength the biggest strength the offensive line because really the offensive line is what's keeping this team like I don't know like like it's just steering this team and you're seeing it like I don't know they're just maul they're mauling defensive lines right now with the running game. Yeah, the, the running game had over 200 yards last week. Against the Broncos, uh, Jordan Howard and Boston Scott both had more than 80 yards each on the ground. Running game is going to get a boost this week or soon, I should say, by Miles Sanders, who has been been clear to practice with the team. He is on the uh, he has a 21 day practice window after coming off IR. According to head coach Nick Sirianni, if Miles Sanders is healthy and ready to go, he's our starter. That is a direct quote quote from uh, Nick Sirianni. I don't understand why you would mess with what you got right now because, again, your running attackers look pretty good. No, like, but I, I guess this is this is the question: Has Miles Sanders earned enough clout to, to like, I don't know, get his job back? To me, no. But okay, I, I mean, I ain't the coach, so <laughs> no, no. But like, I don't, no, no. Like, put yourself in like, if you're a player in that locker room, do you like? I, I mean, and. And you're like, I don't know, like, I don't know, Anthony Harris. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have a lead to stand anyone on that team. You just want to win game, win as many games as possible. What is, What do you want them to do? Do you want them to ride this? Because, sorry, you're not going to have a three-headed monster. That just doesn't work. Like, I don't no. know, someone's going someone's gonna to get chopped. And, man, like, I don't know, like, Boston Scott's been really good the last three games. Like, I don't know, like, way – more like I don't know, got way more production than I ever thought. And Jordan Howard, I mean, like this guy averaged a yard last year, and he's gashing guys. But you you wonder with some of these gaping holes, does an eleven yard Jordan Howard run equal a forty yard run by Miles Sanders, or does an eleven yard run by Jordan Howard lead to a four yard run by Miles? No, I mean it's a really like, do you look? Do you bring in Howard or Miles Sanders for that home run, for that home run capability? On the flip side, he does he he will bounce something outside and drive his offensive line crazy because it feels like this offensive line likes loves blocking for these running backs. I, and I and I don't think that's something that can be like I don't know just sneeze that. That is these dudes are like these guys know that if they open up a hole. The running back's going to go to that hole, and he's not going to dance, and they're going to get positive yards. So it sounds like Miles Sanders is going to just get his job back. But, again, like I think, you know, like you said, if you're Anthony Harris, if you're, I don't know, J.J. Ortega, Whiteside, I don't know. If you're player X on his team, I think you're probably – Wilson. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're, you're probably of the opinion where you're saying, look, 
like this dude, you know, has a short leash. And if he kind of tries to be too cute out there, then these other dudes should get should get those carries instead of him. Like, but I think, but like, I think, you know, like Sirianni will roll with this dude for, you know, a, maybe a whole game. And, you know, I mean, he'll get probably get the lion's share of carries for most of the game. But if he kind of does his crazy, you know, his, his bounce out the side stuff and he, and he doesn't break a long run, then I think you just kind of go back to, to you know, Howard and Scott. Because like you said, those two dudes have been dynamic and, you know, when Landon, Landon Dickerson blocks his man, like he knows where Jordan Howard's going to be. He knows where Boston Scott's going to be, you know, and that's a big deal. Like that matters. Like that matters. Yeah, you don't think so it's a, like, you mm. don't think it's even a slight coincidence that this run game, like I don't know, took off when when the guys, that's why I've always said it's never been about like, I don't know, it's never been about like the offensive, when the offensive line was getting like, like criticized last year or, Offensive line has been solid, and now they're above average. Mm-hmm. It's always the dudes that are like I don't know, like behind them that are screwing this up. So I, I mean, like, but you, a lot of your leaders are on that offensive line. So I, I mean, I don't know if you just like I don't know, take Miles aside, and be like, don't bleep this up, <laughs> because I think like those guys on our offensive line will have no problem saying yo, like I don't know, like you see what like these two dudes did, do the no. same thing. No, you're you're absolutely right. But uh, TBD on Miles Sanders. Um, I know he's, he worked out at practice today. I don't I don't think he's going to play Sunday. Um, but TBD on, on on Miles Sanders. Eagles two point favorites over the Saints at home, according to five thirty eight. Uh, the Eagles currently have a twenty six percent chance to make the postseason. That goes up to forty percent if they win on Sunday. That goes down to ten percent if they lose against the Saints. See, see, no, this Sunday. like like five thirty eight is even saying this, and they don't know anything. Yes. So again, big game for the birds. Again, like you mentioned before, big game for tie breaking purposes against the Saints because the Saints are in the mix as well for one of those wild card spots. I'm already on the record. Who do you have Sunday, Eagle Saints? You know what? I'm going to say something I never thought I'd say. Mm. The Eagles win due to their defense. There you go. Big play, Slay. I, I think I, I think finally you're starting to see Darius Slay like I don't know live up to that moniker. I and I think that this quarterback can be had, and and the and this might be a good this might be a good game where the Gannon like shell defense works because they ain't got no one that's gonna scare you. So like I don't know, keep these dudes in front of you. Like I don't know, like stop the run, and I, I mean they suck at it, but they've sucked a little less. And, like, I don't know, get Trevor Simeon into, like, third and long. And then, like, I don't know, like, the defensive line played one of their better games in, like, I don't know, six or seven weeks. So, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I I think you're going to get a defensive play and you're going to win 23-20. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Eagles beat the Saints this week at home, break the home losing streak, get their first home win of the season put themselves in the driver's seat for a playoff spot. In Man, I'm going to have to eat so much crow if they win because that, like, I don't know, I'm going to need 48 hours to assess how I feel about this team because, like, I, I mean, like, if you win against, if you beat the Saints, you cannot suffer a letdown. Uh, I don't care, like, if, if it's it's the Giants. You have, like, that's a, this is a momentum-carrying game. And if yeah. you don't, and, and, and if, and if you can't carry that off, like momentum to the next game, then this game's worthless. Like yeah, I don't know. Matter. Like I don't. Yeah. No. So this should start a run. Like I don't know. Like it should. So let's hope it does. Let's definitely hope it does. I'm um, speaking of a run. The Eagles were on a run um, in the early part of last decade that that ended. Um, well, it ended a couple of times again in the NFC title game. I saw the the uh, the ESPN article earlier this week about the toughest loss. For Eagles fans, or for fans of all 32 NFL teams, uh, Tim McManus answered for the Eagles, and he said that the NFC title game loss against the Tampa Bay Bucks was the toughest loss in Eagles history. Chris Domingo was at the game for that loss. Did not see Eagles score a point. Um, got pneumonia afterwards. I was, got pneumonia. I, I was sick for like ten days. It was. It was because I'll still. I still remember. Like I could say that that's the worst loss I've ever experienced as, like, a Philly sports fan. Like, mm. I don't know. People can point to Mitch Williams. But the Mitch Williams thing, they were going to lose anyway. 
Like, I don't know. It was game – it wasn't game seven. They they were down. Like, I don't know. They were down 3-2. But everything was aligned that, that day, man. Like, I don't know. Like, that – Eagles were the better team coming in. It was the last game of the vet. Like, I don't know. It felt like the culmination of, like, I don't know, the McNabb era, like, because they got to the championship game, like, I don't know, the year before. Like, you know, they were really damn good. And – I don't like, and I know fourth, like, because I, because I think fourth and twenty six happened. No, no, that was the year after. But I mm-hmm. like, I like everyone thought, and I remember that stat. Tampa's like zero and eight hundred when like they play in like thirty degree weather. Right. So right. we were just smashing Miller lights out of our minds, and we're just like, we're gonna be celebrating. I want to call out of work. I called out of work for all the wrong. <laughs> I'm telling you, like it's it's funny because it's one of those. I mean, it's the NFC title game, so it's a big, you know, it's a, it's a big spot. It it hurts people more than that Super Bowl loss to the Patriots. Yes, but no, in, the Super, it, it, no. in the Super Bowl loss, you were up at halftime. Okay. You were winning at halftime. No, but but I but when you prepare yourself to choke, it doesn't feel as bad. Like I don't like I could say that like I don't know Game Seven of that Hawk series. Like, I, I don't know, upset me more than the Super Bowl loss. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, okay. I can, I can, no, I can I, see that. No, <laughs> I, I still that. remember that that loss of Tampa. People were miserable for, like, a month. Like, I don't know, like, because every, because, I mean, everyone thought that was it. Like, it felt almost serendipitous. Where, like, I don't know, you close the bet out with it, with, and, they scored a touchdown on the first drive. I didn't didn't see the Brian Mitchell return. Didn't see the Deuce run, and I'm just like getting in my seat, and it's like seven of them. I'm like, oh, this is it. Right. And then they just choked the entire like. No, it was an entire team choke. I mean, namely it was the quarterback who choked. <laughs> but I, I mean, like, but I don't know, like, no. I to be honest with you, I really think that game is why people don't. Love McNabb. I'll just like I don't know. It's kind of a hottie take, but like I don't know. Like, man, like he had that. Like they had that game. They should have won that game. And that game. He was the reason why they lost. No, they, they should have won that game. It's it was one of those things. It's like people still remember. Like I, I'm looking at the box score now. Joe Juravicious had one catch that game, but people will remember Joe Jer, Joe Juravicious for the rest of their life because that one catch was for 71 yards, and it, and it led to oh, a touchdown. God, who that, was that put, who? Who was the core? Who was the linebacker? Oh, um, was it Levon Kirkland? I think. I think was it, it was Le- Levon Kirkland, who was chasing them down. Yes. <laughs> it might have been Levon. No, Kirkland. I, I don't still remember. remember the parties involved in that. Like I don't know. It's it. it you no, know, and I remember that season. That season, that was one of the, that was like one of the very underrated great seasons of the Eagles. That, that was like, you you knew, at at some point mid season, this team was like capable of winning it all. And yeah. and it didn't help it hurt help that the uh, that the AFC was down. The Patriots didn't make the Super Bowl that year. I mean like you could have beaten the Raiders. Yeah oh yeah of those of those Eagles teams that made the NFC title game and didn't make the Super Bowl was that the best? I don't want to because I mean like I like the Rams are the Rams. Like like I I, I kind of discount that no I didn't no Rams but here. like like did people was the was just the initial like heartbreak of the of the Bucks game gave you less like I don't know why don't people talk about that the Ricky Manning game in like the same anger yeah that's true that's true that's true as yeah. no I because that's more that's as frustrating as anything because I, I mean uh, like I still remember that as the Stinkston game that's that, that's the Stinkston game that's yeah. that's the Todd Kingston game yeah my my God Ricky Manning Jr. man I've heard that in a minute <laughs> but no yeah you're right like there were I mean look but yeah between the Ricky Manning game and the Tampa Bay game like you had legit chances like legit legit chances to make the Super Bowl and you didn't cash it in and you probably like you're right like like the, it felt it felt like the Tampa Bay year was going to be the year. But it really felt like the, the Carolina year was going to be like because it was going to oh, be. No, a I think no, I think people felt that because that was the fourth of twenty six year. That like yeah. I don't know. You thought like I don't know. You that that team was like fake and like right. I don't know. Carolina was coming to like the link. Jake no, because I think I, I think people forget that season started out bad. They started out zero and two, 
I remember I, I was at that. I think they played New England in like week two. That smoke. And like people were like, oh, hangover. And that's why, man, like, damn, Andy Reid doesn't get enough love in this. Dude, he – He doesn't. Son, he, doesn't. He, he All his teams were so mentally tough. Like, until the end. I mean, but that's what you get when you sign, when you sign Bridge. But, like, see, that's why we need to realize this is how a team needs to be built. I don't know. With homegrown dudes that genuinely care. Like, you don't get that if you sign a bunch of free agents. Look at all those dudes that, like, the, the, all those dudes came from, were homegrown guys, like Trotter. And, like, I don't know. Like, I know you had Runyon, but, like, you had, like, all those All those secondary guys, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Like, but it's a good question to pose. Why don't people get all fired up talking about that? You know, I would love to just rewatch, like, the highlights of that game and scream. Because I still remember, like, I don't know. No one getting open. Ricky Manning Jr. looking like Deion <laughs> effing Sanders. And, like, no, but I think if, if you don't have the Stingston game, you don't get the TLR. Right. Right. Again, every, everything happens for a reason. Everything is kind of like it's a whole butterfly effect. Like, if this happens and this happens, and, again, like, if, you know, if everything didn't happen, like, if J.J. Ortega Whiteside wasn't so trashed, then we wouldn't have got Devontae Smith. Like, everything happens for a reason. So, I'm not – But you know what? Kudos to Todd. Todd. Oh. That like you know, <laughs> you know like I can re- remember how people just frankly hated Todd Pinkston after that game. Hated him. Hated. He, mm-hmm. he probably couldn't go to an acne. But you know right. what? He manned the hell up. Stayed. Came back and was like a decent receiver for like I don't know, like for that 0-4 season. I don't know. Lesson learned from another guy. I was gonna say he had he had a similar arc to to Nelson Aguilar. Like it was a similar ish career arc. To, oh, to no, Nelson I meant another. I, I meant. Another oh, no, I know who you meant. I know who you meant. I know who you meant. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When, I, when we're talking about Eagles receivers, because again, like Todd Pinkston and and Nelson Aguilar both got destroyed in this town for like years and years and years. But they both kind of like at, at yeah. some point, like they both kind of like became pretty decent receivers. Nelson Aguilar had a pretty decent game in the Super Bowl. Nothing for nothing. Uh, no, but yeah, like but, no, Nelly had a great 2017 and a yeah. decent 2018. No, like. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, like, Todd Pinkston, man, I know, like, I don't know, people, like, wrong, like, put him through the ringer that entire offseason. And you know what? He still came back and was, like, their number two receiver. Yeah, he was fine. He was, he was absolutely fine. Um, but you're talking about – you talked about homegrown talent. Um, there's a homegrown talent who is um, perfectly <laughs> – who's currently staying at home because um, he doesn't want to be with the team. Uh, uh, no, 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 he's not because he, because he probably wants to go to Larry's. So, ah. in between going to Larry's, mm. he shows up. On like City Line Avenue, I am so sick of this. I just I can't even uh, like. Just, but I say this every time, and I still can generate four thousand words about this fiasco. All I ask is you is that you keep it clean. We are talking, of course, about one Benjamin F. Simmons who was fined by the Sixers for yeah not the F stands for fine. Yes, <laughs> yes, for not traveling with the team during their six game road trip. Uh, Rich Paul, after we went off, the, after we recorded our show last week, he said that the Sixers' actions are damaging to his client's mental health. Um, you know, it's all about getting uh, Ben Simmons in a good mental, you know, good mental spot to return to the game, and the Sixers are targeting him and blah 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 blah. Basically, is uh, using um, Sham Sharani just to kind of put his message out there in the media. Uh, meanwhile, Ben Simmons, as Chris mentioned, is spending a lot of time at St. Joe's, spending a lot of time near Larry's, um, getting his scrimmages in. I'm not entirely sure why he's doing that and not going to. I mean, look, if you don't want to go, well, if you don't want to go with your team, that's a whole different thing. And that's, you know, we can talk about that. But you can go down to Delaware, right? You can go play and you can go play against the, the G League dudes. Like, ain't nothing stopping you from doing that. And it's probably better runs than you going to Delaware, going to St. Joe's and doing whatever else with God knows whoever and else. No, but no, but you know what those scrimmages look like? Those scrimmages in Cali when you're backing down accountants from like, mm. I don't know, Malibu. No, mm. I, I mean, this is just part of the course, man. Like, I don't know, like, clean. I got to keep it clean. Keep it clean. No, I, clean. I mean, no, but it's a good point. No, the crux is like, I guess the question I have, does Ben Simmons just have a problem with the entire Sixers organization, whether it's GM, coach, players, trainers, um, Social media. Oh, no, not photographers. Owners. But social media. Like, no, like, is it everything? Because it seems like, I don't know, like, if he had a problem with the coach, then, I don't know, knock yourself out. I mean, sure, you, you're fair game. He threw you on the bus. You deserved it. 
But I mean, like, what is he got? Is he still holding a grudge? Yes, he's holding. I believe again. I'm kind of trying to read between the tea leaves. I believe he's no. Now and you he's, know what? That's the only thing because I think people are like scared to like act like have an honest conversation about this because. Dude, like, I don't know, it's it's a very, like, I don't know, fine line between, like, the whole mental health thing and just, but mm-hmm. I will, but you know what people do every day? Deduce from past evidence. And that's what we're doing. We are Curtis and Briscoe, SVU, mm-hmm. basketball. I think that's all you can do because, again, he's not talking. Rich Paul isn't really saying much. I mean, other than, you know, my client is, you know, is, is in the right and everybody else is in the wrong. So, again, like, I think that, you know, and we can argue whether or not it's the money thing, but I think that for whatever reason that he feels slighted by the team because either they're finding him or they don't prioritize his mental health or whatever have you, he doesn't feel like he feels like, again, he feels entitled to do whatever he wants. The team doesn't think he's entitled to do whatever he wants. I would side with the team in that case. Therefore he feels some sort of way. I think that's where we are. But again, until we talk to him or until he says anything, we don't, we can't know. No one knows. But, but he doesn't feel any – he feels zero obligation to, like, I don't know, play ball. Like, I don't – like, he obviously doesn't feel he owes a damn thing to his teammate. Again, same guys, he's like – and for me, that's just mind-boggling. I, I mean, like, for a guy to be able to, like, turn that off, like, immediately is just strange. Like, I, I don't know. Like, he – like, there's, like, no, like, I don't know, sense of, like, I don't know, loyalty. Like, I don't have loyalty. Like, I don't know – don't you feel you owe these dudes anything? I'm not even going to argue that anymore because I'm, I'm tired. Like, I'm tired of arguing that because he clearly doesn't. No, but again. That, like, that for me is the – if you have a problem with the coach, if you have a problem with the GM that are, like, trying to trade, fine. knock yourself out. But these dudes, like, do you – like, did you just have amnesia over the summer and be like, yo, you're dead to me? Like, I don't I, – I think the most coldest person would feel like I don't know. Like, I don't know some sense of like i don't know like i owe these dudes like i don't know these dudes are trying to do something i'm not happy but you know what i'm gonna like i don't know like be perfect because that's like his professionalism is just zero actually it's negative like i don't know he feels zero obligation to be a professional like i don't know like 800 like there have been hundreds of guys through the history of the nba that have been had trade room like ever like for for months but you know what they did? They showed up to work. They were miserable. But you know what? They still put on the jersey. They still like they still played and played half half these. That's all. Like I, I mean, like, and this dude refuses to do that. Like I don't know. And he said he he doesn't live by any code, none. Like I don't know. Like like the game. The game is the game. Is he he's creating his own game and that and but I think people are like he's got no support, Roy, from anybody. Like I don't know. You would think like. Like you see, like random people say free Odell. Well, has anyone dropped a free Ben? No, no. And, and and again, like there are people who are saying, you know, like obviously, you know, like if Ben has a mental, a good, clear mental health issue, then you know he should kind of, you know, that should take precedence, and that's fine. But other than that, like you're right, like no one's kind of taken to his defense. And and I will say this, and again, Rich Paul tried to make a terrible analogy between Ben and John Wall. Those two situations are are largely different. But I will say this though. John Wall doesn't want to be in Houston. Houston doesn't want him there. Do you know what John Wall does? John Wall goes to practice every day. He practices against Jalen Green. He owes Jalen Green nothing. I don't even think he knew no. Jalen Green until July. He don't know Jalen Green nothing. He don't owe, no, owe none of them young dudes anything. But he goes to practice. He shows up. He sits on the bench. He goes to the games. That's all I'm asking for from Ben Simmons now. It's like, yeah, look, yeah, I know you don't want to like- be here. Just show up, come up and show up the practice. But doesn't Ben Simmons realize, and I don't know if anyone will ever tell him, that you doing this makes you look bad in front of every team that wants to trade for you? Like, I don't know. Like, you don't even want, like, what? Like what's to say that, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. You don't act like this the first time things go bad in, in your next team. Like, I don't think, like, I don't know, like, and that's why, like, they might have to hold on for two years because, like, that's, like, I mean, are you willing to give up a lot of capital for a guy that might, Quit on you, like I don't know, at right. the first sign of like I don't like no. So like it it would it would it would it would do Ben well to just like I don't know, like just say I hate you guys. But you know what? If me coming here and being and faking it for 30 games gets me traded, then so be it. Like no, like I mean, doesn't doesn't he at some point have to just say, you know what, 
I hate you guys. But you know what? Anything I have to do to get the hell out of here, I'll do it. No, like, I mean, like, I would, I'd respect him a hell of a lot more if he did that. Like, like, just like you said, like everyone else has done in the history of time when it comes to the NBA. Yes! We've seen this all, we've seen this 8 million times. I don't know why Ben Simmons thinks that his playbook is a little bit different, but clearly it's not working for him. We got a few minutes left. Before we get out of here, I do want to, you know, share the breaking news. Breaking as we record this show. Congratulations, Bryce Harper, for winning the Most Valuable Player Award in the National League this year. Shout out to Bryce Harper. Had an incredible second half of the season. Led the Phillies to their first winning season uh, since Ryan Howard's leg fell off back in 2011. It's been a long time for for the Phillies. Congrats to Bryce Harper, MVP, MV3, whatever you want to call him. I don't even know. Uh, Kudos to Bryce Harper. Second MVP award. Bryce Harper is the perfect example of just – Goalpost moving. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Congratulations, to Bryce Harper. But like, Congratulations, I, I, I Bryce Harper. Mean, like, yeah, no, like that's all I need to say about that. It's like I don't know. People are gonna be like Bryce Harper, love you. Bryce Harper, love. Oh, Bryce Harper's my daddy. Like I don't know. It's just dumb stuff. But you know what? Just congratulations, and let's hope you can get to the playoffs next time in the next ten years. Yeah, yeah. Congrats, congrats to Bryce Harper. Uh, before we get out of here, though, we gotta we do have a few minutes to talk about um, the forgotten Big Four. Uh, pay-per-view of Survivor Series 2021 for WWE. Not a whole lot to talk about when it comes to the, when it comes to the interbrand five-on-five matches. Um, I'm not terribly moved by Austin Theory um, being on Team Raw and whatever else is going on with that. I am the King's moved. Court. The King's yes. Court. Yes. Tires maniacs. I am moved by the men's and women's title matches. How world title matches, I should say. Uh, one. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair and one Roman Reigns versus Big E. Let's talk about the women's match first. Like you mentioned, I don't know if you mentioned it on air or off air. Anyhow, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair do not like each other at all whatsoever. But they got to work together, and they will work together, and they'll probably put on a pretty decent match um, today or, or Sunday uh, when they when they face the Open Survivor Series. No one th- – this will end in a DQ. This might end up with Charlotte Flair getting, like, I don't know, sent, sent – escorted out of the arena like like the last time like i mean this is like usually you don't see a public spat like this and obviously like i don't know not everyone in that locker room gets along but usually they keep it to themselves but this has gotten to like mainstream airways i mean now now you got rick flair just like i don't know like trying to like i don't know like shout out becky like i don't like it it's weird but you know what this might end up because conflict leads to good right Good, good entertainment, and I think we're gonna get some real good en- entertainment in that match. So, all I'm gonna say is Becky Lynch. If you see Earl Hebner on the plane when you're flying out to, <laughs> to Survivor Series, do not upgrade the ticket. That's all I'm gonna say on that one. Finally, Roman Reigns versus Big E. I saw somewhere online that said this might be a spot for Roman Reigns to take an L because he's not gonna lose a belt. The belt you can put Big E over. And again, you can tell the storyline of him losing. You know, maybe the Usos can involve, maybe not. You can have the storyline of him losing, but again, not losing the title. So again, he's not going to like end his title reign. If you really want to get Big E over, I, 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 I you can get Big E. Does it need to be? One. Does it need to be clean? No, it doesn't need to be clean. It doesn't need to be clean. No, like no, 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 no. I can see a like uh like New Day coming out, Usos coming out. Like I don't know where like. Because I think this could start maybe like the downfall of the Roman Empire, where like Jay hits Roman with like a super kick, right? Right? And, like, right? I don't right. Know, like I, I could see that, or Roman comes out, wins, does his because this is what's happened the last few times when he wins, he says acknowledge me, right? And then and then you hear if you smell. Then literally the roof off of an infrastructure of an arena <laughs> will blow off, and people are going to lose their minds. People will lose their minds, and I'm just saying, like again, we don't have enough time to talk about it. But I will say, people will lose their minds. Can you keep that build up for 15 months? I don't know. No, but no, but this is kind of what they did for Rock and Cena. I, I mean, like I don't know, like I don't like you teased it, like I don't know, like and then you like I don't know, like. You might address it at like the next, like I don't know, SmackDown. Dwayne's not going to be there, but right, like right, I don't right. know, like there's a there's a beauty of closed circuit TV. Yeah, yeah, you can you can tease it. You got like you can tease it every couple months and see if it see if it comes to fruition. There's something, too much. Yeah. Th- there are too many breadcrumbs right now, Boyd. Yeah, there, there, yeah, something something 
something's probably going to happen um, at, at Survivor Series again because, again, this is one of the, the quote-unquote big four for the WWE, and, and they want to make a big splash this weekend. So we will talk about that next weekend. Hopefully the Eagles win next week, next time we join you here on uh, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia on the Broad Street Line. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Want to know the secret to a great night's sleep? It's purple. Why? Because only purple mattresses have the Gel Flex grid. It's the reason why purple mattresses are soft where you want it, firm where you need it, and instantly respond to movement. The Gel Flex grid flexes around pressure points to support your whole body, no matter how you sleep. Plus, the Gel Flex grid is 80% air. It breathes, so you're not too hot or too cold. Learn more about purple mattresses and the Gel Flex grid at purple.com. Purple, reinventing sleep.